0: Welcome back everyone to Strikes Our Fancy, the show where three gentlemen share their thoughts and opinions on whatever piques their interest in a given week. I'm Craig, one of your hosts. Along with me this evening, we have
1: forever your favorite number 2, I'm Rob. And I guess I'll be the third player tonight. I'm Caleb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and tonight we're going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart, even though we we all enjoy it, video games. I I want to dive a little bit into why we play video games. Like, what motivates you? What attracts you to certain video games? And, like, what is the goal that you maybe set for yourself when you play video games? And Did what, you what, call what? it
1: Vigi? Vigia. Vigi. Vigi games. Okay. I was immediately, like, drawn to Veggie Tales, like, as an imagery <laughs> for
2: that. <laughs> So, Sir Cucumber and the (laughs) Tomato Knights, I think, is the name of the game. (laughs) They actually Ah. have a video game? Yes. Oh, my God. I I only remember it because of the iconic catchphrase, farewell, Sir Cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's Godspeed, Sir Cucumber. I don't know. So,
0: as a baseline, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Caleb, what have you been playing lately, if anything? It's
1: just consistently Apex Legends, honestly. That is really the only game I play. um, Really? Like I know of other games. I've downloaded Horizon Zero Dawn. Because Craig over there was saying it was a masterpiece. It was pretty And good. I played like 12 minutes of it I got bored. Yeah. My attention span is really drop in, shoot people, and get out. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I, I want to give it another shot. Though. That's Apex. Yeah. yeah.
2: And how about you, Rob? Uh, so now's not really the best time to ask me that. Because right now, all I've been playing is Mario Kart and Star Trek Online. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would have asked me like six months ago, I would have had three or four games i was playing okay but they were short-term kind of rpgs gotcha but i guess i'm also playing a lot of dr mario
0: dr mario like the match game yeah like old school dr mario yes okay
1: Okay. nice and craig
0: and yeah i i've been playing a a mixed bag solo i've been doing a lot of this game it's an older game it came out a few years ago it's called cultist simulator (laughs) it is a baffling game are Uh, you at
1: jim jones's camp so it's so is it's that like the deck building game kind of. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's not quite deck building, it's like resource management, uh-huh. but it's like esoteric. You don't the game doesn't tell you what things do. You have to trial and error and experiment with different card combinations to do things. Mm-hmm. And like the cards are like fascination, restlessness, And then, like, you've also got, like, a a deck of cards that are, like, different rights that you don't know what they are or what they do. So, like, again, it's just. Oh, holy crap. So,
2: I I saw the trailer for that game and I thought, that looks kind of interesting. I might want to try that. That mechanic did not come across to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, And that actually makes me way more interested.
0: I. So, when it first came out, I picked it up and I put, like, four hours into it, got really frustrated, dropped it for two years. I have put over 20 hours in in the last two weeks. Wow. Because. I, I have gotten a little obsessive about it, which is I think the goal of the game. That I'm like, I need to, I need to find the answers. I need to reveal the secrets of this game and win because the goal is to become immortal. Right. The, the the setting is 1920s London, H.P. Lovecraft investigator and like the cult kind of dichotomy okay. Okay. kind of setting. But yeah, it's you you get and like you'll you'll do things and suddenly you have a, just a new type of card and it's mm. it, it's weird. It's a weird, <laughs> yeah, esoteric game that I'm really enjoying. I, I checked the stats, all the different major victories, only like 3% of players have ever achieved. Oh, wow. Out of all the people who've ever bought it. So I've got a current run going, it's going really well, and I thought I was close to the end. Nope, not nowhere close.
1: <laughs> so are you one that looks at cheat codes, either of you, for such things? <sighs> I
0: didn't want to, because
1: the game tells
0: you <laughs> up front, like, there's a little note that says like, if you want the truest experience, figure it out on your own. But there have been times where I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to lose and I need to figure out, I need to know how to do this thing to stop the end condition. Mm-hmm. And so I'll check the wiki every now and again for <laughs> something.
2: Rob, do you cheat? I I have to be very, very stuck banging my head against the wall for hours yeah. before I'll look up a walkthrough. Yeah, And, and the amount of time it takes... Before I will look up a walkthrough, has gone down as I get older. <laughs> I just have less time. To time be stuck is limited in a game. Yeah, yeah, right. You're going to die, Rob. <laughs> I am. Yeah. yeah, only so many hours. Mm-hmm. I do. I do sort of miss the days of, you know. I think recently I played Metroid Dread, Ooh. which is very faithful to the Metroid genre. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where I got stuck, and it, it was clear to me it was one of two rooms that I had to find something, and I just. For the life of me could not find it. Yeah, and I think about you know if I were playing this twenty years ago on a Super NES,
0: So just like I, one explodable block you were it, missing. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: um, yeah. I would have spent hours and hours and hours in that room, maybe days,
1: weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys consider that a loss if you had to look up the cheat code for that, or is it kind of like, oh, it just helped me progress? Um, or do you guys look at it that way at, at all?
0: Well, I, I want to answer that question, but first I want to know Caleb, are you a big old cheater? Oh yeah, I don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't have time.
1: I don't have the patience. Give me give me the answer. Yeah, because I'm there for the story if I'm playing a video game, not not to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't really see it as a loss,
2: but it it is a missed opportunity to experience it for yourself to figure it out on your own. Mm. It's the difference between looking at a finished puzzle and doing a puzzle i don't necessarily
0: think it's like a big it's a failure because i i've had many games where like i run into a roadblock like that i try to beat my head against it and then i just quit playing the game Mm -hmm. just drop it and i would rather get a little hint or a little or just find the answer to this one tiny riddle so that i can keep playing the main game Mm -hmm. i don't i don't consider that a loss
2: just to keep going yeah right to experience
1: the story yeah yeah Mm yeah i get it
2: yeah, because when, when I was a kid, I would have maybe two games a year, so if I stopped playing the new one, because I couldn't figure out where I was going, I'd come back to it eventually.
0: In that vein, I think I have accidentally gotten interested in games via like YouTube. Clips will pop up, to, and they pique my interest, and so I start watching a clip. And then before I know it, I've watched essentially the entire narrative of a game, hmm. and I'm still interested in playing it, but I have ruined the plot of the entire game. mm Which, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, because if I had never watched it, I never would have played the game, but then I would, but I also never got the, you know, the... The full experience. The version experience, yeah. yeah.
1: My brother was a big gamer back in the day when we were kids, and his favorite game, I don't know if it was his favorite game, whatever, but he used to play Silent Hill a lot. Ooh. Mm. And he used to force me to sit next to him <laughs> so he could play it. Well, hold on. Because he was scared? Because he said, you should come watch me play. But I think he was a little yeah. scared. Yeah, but so. he got mom and dad to buy him the strategy guide for, for Silent Hill. And I read that religiously because it told the story and it told oh, yeah. all the endings. Oh, nice. So I was more interested in learning the story than watching him play through this terrifying game. <laughs> but I don't like, yeah, I'm a similar vein. I would much rather experience the story than get stuck yeah. battling this one thing I can't get past. Mm. Right. Yeah.
0: And I mean, Rob, to your point, the, the era of yeah, Nintendo where like you had, you only had a couple games and it's like, okay, either I do this or I don't play a game. Right. I, I agree. Like I had that growing up too. It's just like, well, gotta figure this out. Cause mm. I'm not getting another one for a long <laughs> <Right>. time.
1: <laughs> you strike me as like super Nintendo, final fantasy player. I was never really huge into final fantasy.
2: Hmm. Definitely a Super Nintendo guy. But Secret of Evermore, Chrono Trigger, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Star Fox, those were my games.
1: Oh, Star Fox. That was fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I recently pirated Star Fox 64. That's been... That's hitting the nostalgia for mm, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like we're naturally transitioning to it. So I want... Now that we're, we've talked a little bit about what we've been playing, I kind of want to needle a little bit. And I'm going to start with you, Caleb. What do you look for when you play a game? Like, what draws you to put the time and effort and energy into playing
1: a video game? I think the, the pace, if it's fast paced, if I can just keep moving. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Opposite of real life stuff, basically. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want to move in real life. Well, and yeah, so is it escapism? A little I think bit? so. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to play it, put it down within five minutes if need be. Okay. You can't do that with a story driven game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I like playing those when I have the time and when I have the ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, I played halfway through Spider-Man on PS4 when okay. it came out, and I thought that was really cool. But I'm so tired after work, I just really don't feel like <laughs> yeah. doing much.
0: Yeah, no, that know? makes sense. Because, right. I mean, a game like that is a huge open world, mm. free narrative, essentially, except for maybe like the main plot line. Yeah. Where you yeah have to go and explore and find all the shit rather than it just being kind of given to you. Yeah. That makes sense. And again,
1: let's drop down and shoot some people and get out. So. <laughs> How about you, Rob?
2: It's a, uh, a sense of moral superiority, really. I don't know. What I'm looking for in a game, I, I don't know. Um, it's just got to be fun. Yeah. Um, well. You know, because there's, there's no particular single like genre of games that I'm into. Right. You know, I I like puzzle games. I like platformers. I like first-person shooters. Pretty much the only style of game I don't like are real-time strategies. Okay. and, And any MMO. Well, you say that, but one of your two games you're playing right now is an MMO. Right. But I'm not playing any multiplayer content. Okay.
0: There isn't like an open world like when you go off on Star Trek online, I, I mean,
2: there there are other people around. Okay, but they're just there.
0: Oh, it's not it's not like other MMO, MMOs where like if you're in certain areas, it's just a PvP zone, and like they can come up and wreck shop.
1: There are some PvP zones, but most of it is not. Okay, PvP sounds very like anti-Star Trek too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well,
0: I mean, unless you're playing a different faction.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Right, and there are.
2: Federation, Klingons, Romulans, I, I think you can play as Gamma Quadrant species, the Dominion. I'm
0: pretty sure if you play Klingon, PvP is the only goal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, and this is going to bring up a plot line that we never came back to. Mm. Uh, what was, What's the kind of Doki Doki Literature Club mm-hmm. video game that you oh. said you weren't <laughs> a fan of the nah, novel? I forget what it's called. Yeah, the um, graphic uh, novel. Visual novels. Okay. Visual novel again we never came back to that yeah. doing yeah. that experiment oh, that, that <laughs> yeah that, i guess that is another one i
2: i don't know that i really consider that a game because there's not really a win or lose condition there's just you play it and it's more like a choose your own adventure story mm-hmm. and i wouldn't hate that it's just the type of stories that that genre collects are not for me. Waifus. I'm, yeah, I'm not super interested <laughs> in the uh teenage drama romance <laughs> genre of story. Too old for that shit. Yeah. I mean, even when I was the age of that <laughs> shit, I was too old for it.
0: So, Rob, I'm going to focus in a little bit on on you cuz you say you're open to a lot of different games and, and your motivations are varied and and complex. Which I can appreciate. Right, cuz um,
2: like I when I play an RPG, I want a a big, exciting story. When I'm playing like a, a platformer game, I want smooth, good physics.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If I'm playing a puzzle game, I want something that hits that that dopamine over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's totally
0: fair. That in particular genres, you want known known and established mechanics that mm-hmm. you you like. Right. That, I think that's totally fair. But I I, I want to specifically honing in on the games that you mentioned you're playing right now, Mario Kart and Star Trek MMO. What is it about those games in particular right now that are drawing, like that that's what you're giving your time
2: to? So Star Trek is, uh, it's pretty easy to explain. It is it is complete and utter fan service with no regard to (laughs) anything else. Yeah. I, I honestly am surprised that people play it Not for the story because, as I said, I'm not a huge fan of MMOs, Mm. but as I'm playing this, I'm looking at it and thinking, this is the most bog-standard MMO. There's nothing new here. Okay. There's no interesting mechanics. It's
0: it's vanilla WoW, just with a different skin. (laughs)
2: Right, yeah. And that skin is super interesting to me Mm. and and clearly to a lot of people. But I think if you just wanted to play an MMO, that wouldn't be the one because— it is, as far as MMO mechanics go, it's super not exciting, and like I said, there's not a whole lot of PvP to be had. Okay. It is there, but it's just not. I think there's like two places.
0: Okay, so so for you, it's it's a narrative thing, mm-hmm. for, specifically for the for the MMO. But then for Mario Kart,
2: so so Mario Kart is exactly like what uh, what Caleb was looking for. It's a game you can just pick up and play for. Ten minutes, twenty minutes, an hour. It's it's very easy to sink a lot of time into it, but it's yeah. also very easy to just stop playing. Totally fair. And I
0: think, you know, every every video game has its its time and place depending mm-hmm. on you know what you're after.
1: We did have a brief discussion about Mario Kart before we started recording, and I'm just kind of curious. You can build your own karts in Mario Kart you now? Gotta, gotta
0: pad those stats. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> because I'm used to Super Nintendo Mario Kart, where it's just like just pick one and go. Right, yeah. But so you have I don't know. There's like forty eight characters. Um, forty eight characters. There's a ton.
2: Mm-hmm. Who the fuck
1: is in this game?
2: <laughs> like every character who's ever been in
1: any Mario game. That what? bullshit guy that hangs out in the clouds and throws stuff at you.
2: No, because he. Uh, you're thinking <laughs> of Latiku, Latiku, L- 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 Latiku.
1: Yeah, he's the guy
2: who fishes you out if you like yeah. go. Oh, out that's still outbound. his job. Yeah, he's yeah, still he's like, still doing that. <laughs> he's still still doing that. But there's like Dry Bones, Dry Bowser, Dry Bones. Uh, my dry is my boy. <laughs> all seven Koopa kids, Link. every color of Yoshi. Who did he have kids with? No, they're not Bowser's kids. Oh, okay. just called Koopa I Kids. I think they're his siblings. Okay. okay. Really? Is that the lore? No. It, oh. it has not been described what their relationship <laughs> is. <laughs> but the official lore right now is that Bowser has one child. It's Bowser Jr. And the other Koopa kids are
1: related but they're not his (laughs) children okay dark fan theory he's kidnapped that princess so many damn times (laughs) i'm just Um, gonna put
2: i'm i'm going with the with the theory that they're his siblings just younger which means that bowser's dad's name is morton morton yeah because there's morton koopa jr is one of the koopa kids that's
1: pretty cool i didn't
2: know that (laughs)
1: Anyways, I didn't mean a tangent as to <laughs> no, Super no, Mario lore. I know it's something I've never
0: thought about. Now, and as you're saying it, like I would love like one of the next Super Mario games to introduce Mrs. Bowser. Like yeah. like Bowser's given up on trying to kidnap the princess to marry her and like it's just j- straight up a political thing. Like so, he's, he's so found a he's found here, a power cup, like now, a here's power the spouse thing.
2: There's no king of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. There's only Princess Peach and oh, who was it? King Koopa.
1: In, in the he's, older ones there.
2: He's not trying To kidnap Peach He's trying to get His daughter back
1: Dear God
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, d- the deep lore of, of Super Mario That I've never given Any consideration <laughs> yeah, to Yeah that is like, Ridiculous I'm just a plumber Getting coins yeah. So
1: where, where does the movie Fit into all this <laughs>
0: both mentioned, like, narrative driven. Like, you know, you're playing the Star Trek MMO for the narrative, and you tried to play Horizons Jordan, Dawn, and you've mentioned that you like playing games for the narrative, but necessarily don't have the time. Yeah. I'm curious, do you guys find that having agency over a story makes you more engaged with it, like, versus if you were to read it or to watch it?
2: Absolutely not. No? I like the gameplay mechanics between the story, but I've I've found that any game that lets you really influence the story, the different branches, either they end up at the same place and it doesn't really matter. Mass Effect. Or each maybe two or three branches are well, uh, well rounded out, but everything else sucks. Or worst case scenario, they're all kind of
1: half-assed. Yeah. Mm. Cause Silent Hill had very vastly different endings based on what you did. Oh, yeah. I think that's an outlier of that. Because, like, there's, like, a good ending, a bad ending, a so-so ending, and mm-hmm. there was an ending where he was abducted by a UFO at the end. <laughs> um, yeah, one of them, like, his daughter turns into the villain, he has to kill his daughter, one of them he saves his daughter, and there's a few other ones, but... Yeah, I mean, it can, it can be done well.
2: I, I already mentioned Chrono Trigger, that's one of the first games that had multiple endings, but, again, it had, like, three good, satisfying endings, and then, I think, like 15 extra endings that were just kind of bullshit. Like like they were fun, but they were just like goofy. Oh, Hey, you beat the game in 20 minutes. Here you go. Hmm.
1: Did you get enjoyment out of that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. But is the point at
2: at a certain point it was just, okay, well I've seen all the other endings, so I'm going to get the last three. (laughs) So do you care more about like
0: the Canon ending? You don't really care about your story. It's, there's still in your mind is there still like one true ending, mm, and so the other
2: ones it, don't matter. Yeah, I think that might be part of it. Okay, um, I guess I never really analyzed it. It it it's more about how the um how multiple endings are usually just not uh, they're not very satisfying endings. Okay, but I
0: wonder if that's done deliberately to make you replay it.
2: Could be like,
0: yeah. like, like oh yeah you 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 played your way. By the way, low-key, that sucks. Try <laughs> it. Try it again. Uh, try I'm, to do better.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the original Sonic the Hedgehog that has, that does have two endings. One, if you just beat the game without getting the Chaos Emeralds. Mm-hmm. And at the end, Robotnik comes up holding the Emeralds you didn't get and saying, try again. <laughs> huh. But if you get all the Emeralds, that game doesn't even have Super Sonic. So, oh, it doesn't? Yeah, you, you <laughs> literally just get another ending. Huh.
0: How about you, Caleb, for like for Silent Hill? So you you didn't necessarily have your hand on the wheel, it was your brother playing. Yeah, yeah. But but did did you like the fact that there
1: was agency? Yeah. I mean it was it was an enjoyable aspect of the game just to be able to to witness that and the games I've played like as far as I'm aware, I think Spider Man has something similar, or is that just a narrative? Um, I don't know that one well enough. Honestly, if I'm playing a game, I would much rather just experience the story. Let's railroad myself and just get to the end. Okay. Kind of just experience it. I don't care whether or not it has different endings or anything like that. I would rather just experience the story they're trying to tell me. That's why I start playing most of my games on easy. <laughs> and yeah. Just to get the story in. And then I'll try to get on normal or something if I want to challenge myself. Have you
2: played any of the, um, the Telltale games? Uh-uh. Oh, they're they're very story driven. They they'll have a few choices that change some things during the game, but it's it's very it's it's really linear. Mm. They're all really linear. And
0: Clementine will remember that you
2: made that comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times the gameplay is just choosing dialogue options.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think they're they're the genre is called point and click adventures. I think mm. you'd love them based on what you're
2: describing. Newer yeah. ones. Yeah. Older ones are insanely awful. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Because you'll have a situation where like you're holding the blue key and you're standing at the blue door and you know you have to put the blue key in the blue door, but because you didn't talk to this guy two rooms ago, you can't do it. Or you want to make like a ham sandwich. So you have in your inventory, you have bread, you have ham, you have cheese, and you try to make the sandwich, but oh no, you got to put the, you got to put the bread then the cheese, then the ham. Since you put it in the opposite direction, that doesn't do anything. Are you throwing uh, massive
0: shade at Sierra? Absolutely, I am.
2: Just great make sure that great stories. The <laughs> like I, I love those stories, but holy shit, those games are fucking awful. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but these new Telltale ones is like expedite the process. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they get rid
2: of all of that crap. You'll you'll have an inventory, but it's if you get things that need to be combined. They'll automatically combine for you. I,
0: I think they, they removed a lot of the dead ends. It's right. like, oh, if you miss this thing two chapters ago, that might have consequences, but you, you don't automatically get stuck. They're mm-hmm. like soft locked.
1: Yeah. So the only ones I've heard of those Telltale ones is the Walking Dead one and the Batman one. And I kind of wanted to play the Batman one at some point.
2: I guess I haven't played
1: Batman. I know
2: there's a Game of Thrones one. Walking Dead was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was really good. Uh, there's also a. Um,
1: I think they did a Sherlock Holmes one too. Really, I think so. Oh, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah,
2: there's a Back to the Future one that's a lot of fun.
1: What? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome.
2: Who, what do you do in that one? You go back to you, when the Doc, future. Yeah, you go back <laughs> to when
1: Doc Brown
2: was a kid, and then you go back to the 80s, and it's like this weird, like scientific utopia, mm. but it's super totalitarian. Jeez. Hmm, there's like a, a few interesting things that you go through are you playing
1: as marty yes
0: In the vein of making narrative decisions, do either of you guys ever play any like, RPGs that have morality choices and ever live vicariously through the game? You make choices that you obviously wouldn't make in real life, but you're like, oh, it's not real.
1: Like okay. something evil?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of Mass Effect, where you have like, the Paragon, where you make good decisions, and you have the Renegade
1: track, where you make mean decisions. Mm. I've never played any of those games. I think this is going to go all to Rob. Uh, anytime I play a game like that the first time through
2: i kind of play as the hero okay but then i, ju- I just want to see what the evil option is mm-hmm. so i always do that <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to miss
1: out on yeah. that experience so the you're not you're not just inhabiting the evil role just because you want to see what it feels like you're just like i just want to know what that story was well i mean want i want that. to know what it feels like but, <laughs> but i also
2: want to see what the story was yeah what about you craig
0: Usually on my first playthrough on games like that, I will make decisions that I feel are most advantageous to my protagonist. Like, Evil. Well, not, not necessarily always. Sometimes <laughs> it's very clear. It's like, oh, well, if I'm nice to this person now, I'll get better shit later.
2: <laughs> Evil people can be nice yeah, to advance yeah. their own
1: goals. <laughs> True.
0: Yeah. But so, yeah. I, and I, I'm really thinking of Mass Effect. Um, I think, Caleb, if you've never played a game like that, I think Knights of the Old Republic just got announced. They're doing a remake. Like yeah, a remaster. Yeah. And that was... Prime BioWare, their golden game. So when that comes out, I would highly recommend it, if you have the time to play
1: And it. you already told me the big spoiler for that one, didn't I you? Did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so But Journey Before Destination, Caleb. Well, I, we even talked. That makes yeah, me want Caleb to play it all the more. Yeah. Caleb does not care about spoilers. Fuck your spoilers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kinda, I've got a, a running list of reasons I play games, and so I'm just kind of getting your guys' two cents on it. Because I, I love... I love handing my hand on the wheel. I think it's a much more engaging way to be told a story mm-hmm. to feel like you're in it and have some control. But I'm also curious, do you guys – have you ever in your gaming history ever gotten like super competitive with a particular game? You do the PVP. You're, you're going against other people and you're like, no, I need to get better at this game. I need to be the – not necessarily the best but like I need to rank high. I need to score well. I need to win. You know, Have you ever had that drive? I don't get
1: competitive with, like, other people. Well, like, I, let me rephrase that. I get angry. I was going to say, I've <laughs> seen you play guitar. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I do get fairly, uh, I swear to a lot of people when I'm playing guitar, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, like, for video games, I don't care enough, really. Yeah. It's just having fun. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds super you know, cheesy or whatever. And I will get mad, and I will cuss eventually, uh, occasionally. Mm-hmm. But I've played with people who get super angry at these at these first-person shooters. I want to dive a little deeper, though, because... Okay, so you've, you said
0: lately you've been playing mostly Apex Legends. Yeah. Which, at its core, is a PvP game. It's yeah. you and your squad up against other squads. Yeah. So when you get angry and when you curse, are you <laughs> mad at other
1: people, or are you mad at yourself? A little bit of both. Yeah? It's usually... Where the fuck is my other teammate? <laughs> that's what I'm usually cussing. Gotcha. Uh, so it again. I don't take it too seriously. My blood pressure is too high already. Let's, <laughs> let's just not worry about it. Yeah, so, it's not worth it. No. no. Okay. No. Rob,
2: I I don't typically play games that have a competitive scene. No. I think that's really why I don't like. Uh, real-time strategy games mm-hmm. is because I don't want to have to get good at the game that to enjoy
0: it. <laughs> RTSs in particular, they're like chess. Like, right. they have a very perfected and refined formula for mm. scoring you against other people. Right, like, yeah. Like, they, they have a, you have your ELO. This is, this is your number ranking you how good you are, and you can compare yourself to everyone else in the world. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but then I play, like, Mario Kart online. Mm-hmm. Does, and does that have a public facing Elo?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Uh I'm just about 6000.
0: Okay. I don't what's the I don't know the range.
2: I I don't know what it maxes out at. Oh, okay. It's I have seen people over 13000. Oh, wow. Yeah. So from
1: context, but I can guess what an Elo is. But for those out there who That's uh, a good point. I don't actually know what it stands for. It's <laughs> just your ranking, your the worldwide world ranking. you have, you yeah.
2: you get points. But points. I mean, it's got to like the yeah. it's got to
0: be an acronym. So hold on to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the number one result it doesn't stand for anything at all because it's not an acronym. Okay, so I was completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> but it's it, in in competitive games, it is. Yeah, it's there is some formula behind the scenes, depending based on how you perform in a match of a particular game. The formula spits out a value, and it adds or subtracts from your master score, your Elo. And then that's a. Pu- in a lot of games, it's public. You can see exactly what it is. Some games, it's hidden. Like you don't know what the
1: number is. So right now, there is somebody ranking number one in the world in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. and they know it. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, they have the high score essentially. Yeah. In, in multiplayer.
2: Well, they they might not. It, it's probably like ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. There's uh, there's probably a cap to that number. Yeah. And, and I'm sure because Mario Kart Eight, the The deluxe version, the Wii U version was a little bit better, but this version, it's super easy to get points and very hard to lose them. Okay. You have to the number of points you gain or lose is dependent on the scores of everybody else you're racing against. But even if you come in like dead last, you're losing maybe ten points. Hmm. But you can get up to thirty points, I've seen, if you're if you do well. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a really It's it's skewed for making people move up. Right, yeah. Yeah. And
2: you you have to, before you even start losing points, you have to be in, like, the bottom four.
1: Okay. I would imagine that that's kind of the point. Because I would, again, wouldn't you say that that's mostly (laughs) for kids? Mario Kart, stuff like that.
2: Uh, Well, so... I mean, there are tournaments.
1: People take that shit seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I,
2: I would say that, but the... Your your score is used for matchmaking. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm my score is almost six thousand. I play almost exclusively with people four to eight thousand, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes playing late at night, I'll get a wild outlier. But yeah, it, it's used for matchmaking, so oh, okay. you it's you want it to be accurate. Yeah,
0: it's try mm-hmm. to it's to try to funnel you to people of your skill level, so that mm-hmm. everybody has a okay. yeah. in, more enjoyable and, experience. in the Wii
2: U version of Mario Kart Eight my score was something like 36,000. Well, and, and it hovered there. It would go up sometimes, it'd go down, but that was about where it was for about a year and a half. Okay. Um, and that's where
1: most of your competitors would be. Yeah, they'd okay. be
2: in the 3 to 4,500 range. Mm. Now, I'm almost 6,000. Uh, I've, I've only been playing online for, I don't know, maybe half a year. But my score just keeps going up.
0: Right. Mm. But so all the people who have been playing... Online dedicated since the game came out They got a leg up on you of just padding their Score Mm -hmm. by volume right It is strange for me I in my history of video games Over the past 20 years Every once in a while a game will come across That I get a little obsessive about The competitive scene Mm -hmm. The worst one I can think like that I got the most Into was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood The multiplayer for that I got
2: I didn't even know that had
0: multiplayer It was awesome it was (laughs) so good it was such a unique Style of gameplay because it's, you know, it's a stealth-based game, and so you get rewarded for being stealthy in a multiplayer setting. So like biding your time, setting up your kill, like you got more points for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I was in the top 100 in the US for like a week. Oh, snap. Um, but that was also my freshman year of college, and I just kind of didn't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what it takes. Yeah. So was it worth it? No, absolutely not. <laughs>
2: And I think that's really why I avoid competitive games because the only way you're going to do well is to do nothing else. Yeah,
0: is to really, really commit to it. Mm -hmm.
1: And who has time for that?
0: But there's the sense of accomplishment when you finally achieve a certain rank or a certain, (laughs) you know, a certain tier of of play. I don't know. I I get a little bit of that, to be fair. I kind of thought you were mocking that EA Reddit thing. (laughs) Oh, no that the sense of accomplishment in earning cosmetics fuck that shit, okay, okay, because I think there's true accomplishment to say like, oh yeah, I'm better than ninety percent of the players who play this game i think there's there's some merit to that yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of cool you mentioned you you hate r t s s for that There was a while where i I was ranked in starcraft two like i got yeah. in, I got into that pretty hard too for a bit except that was a mistake <laughs> Gosh, that games consuming,
2: so starcraft yeah.
0: was similar to WoW, isn't it? No. No? Um, I'm trying to think of another RTS. Command & Conquer? Are you familiar with that franchise? Not at all. I would say like the actual Warcraft games. What's another really well-known RTS? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I'll just
1: say yes, I understand, and we can move on. (laughs)
0: Because, I mean, like Starcraft is the one. Starcraft is the RTS. (laughs) Right, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's almost
2: like a a 4X game, but not turn-based. It's it's real-time. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, build your base, gather resources, build an army, go attack. But you also still have to be managing your
2: base, like yeah. Civilization. C- kind of, yeah. but if Civilization was real time, and like you had to wait to build stuff because yeah. it's actually being built. Yeah. Like and okay. meanwhile, uh, enemy armies marching on you. Mm.
1: system run? NES. Like the original the NES? The original NES, yep. What'd you play? Played a lot of Zelda. Played Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt. Question. We've been talking about Super Mario a while, so I hate to bring this down. <laughs> Where's number two? Because I've noticed. It's a dream. What? Isn't true a dream? Because mm-hmm. like it goes from one to three, and I remember playing three a lot growing up.
2: I don't know. There's so There's two Super Mario Brothers twos. There's the Japanese version, which in the United States is called The Lost Levels. It's basically a clone of the first game, but with harder levels. Huh. Nintendo thought, and I think in this case, rightfully so, that that wouldn't do well in America. So they took this other game called Doki Doki Panic.
0: Right? I think so, yeah.
2: yeah. Or Doki Doki Dreamland.
0: I don't know. That's where Birdo comes from. Yeah, like, that's why a, Birdo looks so different than all the other characters. It's a wildly different game. Yeah.
1: Never heard of Birdo.
0: The pink, the, it, it looks like Pink Yoshi, but she's got like a big gaping mouth.
1: No? I, don't, I don't think no? I've ever well, seen okay. Birdo.
2: The first trans video game character. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, she was like a drag queen originally. I, I don't know her lore, their lore. And then Nintendo was like, no, we can't have a male character that presents as female. So now she's just a girl. Nah. Samus? <laughs> like
0: that that was the whole like. No, reveal. Samus
2: <laughs> was a female character that presented male. Well, she's not even presenting male. She's wearing yeah. armor.
1: Yeah. Right, There's nothing but, feminine about but armor. But
0: like that was part of the deliberate plot was like surprise if you if you beat
1: the game at a hundred percent. They were like, surprised. Also, like, if you die, you see the outline. Not in the original game. Not in no. the original. Okay. Yeah. They they figured later on you knew. That's okay.
0: a, yeah, that's weird to me that they had a bugaboo about birdo
2: i mean really Berto was a cross-dresser and that's not nintendo style no. so they just made her a girl but that <laughs> has implications <Yeah. laughs>
0: when the game transitioned from japan to the u.s so did <laughs> she <Birdo>. did <laughs>
1: it's very progressive of my opinion. Mm-hmm. yeah what was your first system super nintendo Right on. Again, I, it was mostly me growing up watching my brother play these old games. He was a big fan of the original Zelda. And I still remember our, you know, you know what the original Zelda cartridge looked like, right? It was the gold. gold. Yeah. I remember specifically, I don't remember it happening, but every time I looked at that cartridge, there was a huge piece missing from the bottom because cause he tore it out. Oh. <laughs> and he <laughs> hit it on the floor. It still worked and he still played yeah. it. But that's what our cartridge looked like yeah. my entire childhood because my <laughs> brother got mad.
0: Those things were, like, indestructible, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was just that little piece. It yeah. wasn't much. But, like, Super Nintendo is where I jumped in into Zelda, of all the things. Uh, Link to the Past, I believe it was called. Yeah, nice. I, I love that game. Yeah. That was an incredible game. Super Metroid was another one I really loved. And I still ask my brother for help in, in <laughs> passing some levels because I have that Super Nintendo box <laughs> they have. Okay, I, I have a question
2: for you. Yeah. Back in like 1995, I saw my sister playing Super Metroid and she did this move that nobody has ever done before. I've never found another reference to it. Hmm. But she did something where Samus jumped up and had like rockets come out of her boots and it opened a door below her. And I was like, holy crap, how did you do that? But like, she didn't know what she was doing. She just did yeah. it. And we tried everything to get that to happen again and
1: never could figure it out. Well, you can shoot while you're in the little ball thing, right? Right, when right you're You
2: jumping. could. But I'm, I,
1: I'm telling you, man, she just <laughs> jumped
2: and rockets flew out of her boots. Or not, not rockets, but like, like she just had like little jets in yeah. her boots. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I'll, I'll ask my brother. He plays that game religiously still. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll yeah. see if he's ever encountered it.
0: I have no idea. Metroid is one of the one of those game franchises that I never got into, honestly. Um, I, I played the old one for the Game Boy, like the original Game Boy, but that, that was it.
2: That was a dope game,
1: too.
0: I, I didn't <laughs> beat it. It was one of those games I got stuck, and mm-hmm. I gave up. And oh, I, yeah? I literally never went back to it. <laughs> Fuck this game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? <sighs> My earliest memories are of a Nintendo 64. Um, That's fairly late in the game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, because my family didn't have any video game systems growing up. Like my oldest brother, who's nine years older than me, he had to make his own money and go – he went and bought a Nintendo 64 without the permission of my parents and like brought it home and they were
1: pissed. There was like a ban against video games?
0: Well, it it was – yeah. They just didn't want it in the house for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. I never actually – Satanic. Yeah. Yeah. I've (laughs) never gone back and asked why. And I think part of his rebellion was one of the first games he got was um, a South Park game. Oh, jeez. Nice. Um, and that was off limits. No we no one was allowed to play that except him. <laughs> I was going to
1: think it was going to be Doom 64 Oh, or no, <laughs> no. It
0: wasn't that. The family did have computers. We had some old computers that had some games, but we didn't have a console until mm. the Nintendo 64.
1: Is that why you're so hard and heavy into games? You're just like, this is my time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Because, I mean, after that, all it was... No holds barred. Like, I I got whatever system I wanted to get. But, yeah, the first game, I think Ocarina of Time. Like, Legends of Ocarina of Time was, like, the first game I can really remember playing, like, start Mm. to finish. And Mario Kart. I grew up on Mario Kart 64.
1: Who didn't I, though?
0: Yeah. I I think it's interesting, as we're talking about older games, Caleb, you said you watched a lot with your brother. Would you Mm. say that, like, today still, that the social element of video games is a big reason you go to
1: it or not? You know, uh, mostly I play with my friend James Apex, but that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. You know, so that was drawing it to me for a bit. Even then, high school, what got me back into video games in high school was LAN parties with, with my friends. Mm-hmm. With, cool. I think it was like Halo 2. Ah. Oh, it was amazing. That stuff's the best. Because um, like, I remember them asking me, he's like, hey, Caleb, what do you play, Call of Duty or Halo? And I didn't know anything about anything. I was just <laughs> like, Halo. And they're like, and they just started expounding upon it, like this 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 that and the other i'm like i'm just sitting there i've never played That's, that is amazing uh in my neighborhood there
2: were like two people that had xboxes and they weren't friends so there were no land parties oh, no. Uh, it was four player only
1: oh. <laughs> but you could do that with computers too right not just yeah you could but <laughs> nobody knew how
0: Well, and to do a computer LAN party, everyone has to haul their desktop and Mm. their monitor and you need to have a desk and like – or at least a table and a chair for everyone to sit versus Mm -hmm. like a console, you know, four people on a system and then just a couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus
2: back then, like if you wanted to have – people didn't just have LAN hardware around.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that's – my friends in high school, we would, we would do the Halo 2 land parties with four consoles, 16 players, but we had to go buy a Switch. We had to go buy a network Switch so that we could connect all, the, all of the consoles together. Mm-hmm. And so like that would get passed around. I think it was between me and another friend primarily, and like, if one of us weren't going to be there, we made sure that like, the Switch got where it needed <laughs> to be. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. We, I don't know if I've ever shared this, we, in our high school computer labs, we learned how to put cracked versions of certain games into the yes. shared files of the desktops. Mm. So then we would we would have computer LAN parties in <laughs> in the computer lab at school. Somebody did that in my high school. Yeah. Quake
2: Two in the library. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: that's it. That was, that was awesome. We played we played a ton of Quake and a
1: bunch of War, War, uh, Warcraft Three. Mm-hmm. So, so we were, like teachers and shit, they don't know what's happening. Either or, they
2: either they don't know or they know, but as long as you're being quiet, nobody really cares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. No, it
0: no. Teachers knew, and they would they would come in and be like, "Hey, you guys can't do that right now." Like there was some of that, but no one ever like looked into how we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Like no, the the what, whoever whatever admin was running the system never was like, "Oh, we got to get that off the the shared yeah. drive." Well, I
2: think back then it was almost encouraged to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like maybe. Oh yeah, you want to use the computers? Yeah, bring in whatever remote hacking software. <laughs> <laughs> Can't
1: Change get away grades. with that now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, one of my one of my favorite stories about that was we were it was after school and we were just hanging out in the lab and we weren't supposed to be there. And the principal walks in, and we're all like, "Oh shit!" Like we're about to get into massive trouble. He comes up, and he just stands behind us, and he literally watches us play for a good like five minutes, just watching. Doesn't say anything, and we're all like super nervous, sweating bullets. And then he <laughs> finally, continued to play. But we but we continue <laughs> play. And we didn't stop. And then eventually he's just like, oh, yeah, my son plays this game. It was Warcraft 3 at the time. And he's like, hey, can you guys pause this? And we're like, yeah, sure. And so we paused it. He's like, I just need your help for like a few minutes. Can you guys help me come move some stuff? And so we moved a bunch of stuff. He bought us soda and then was like, all right, go back to the lab. Oh, cool. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So like it was like we inherently had like the principal's blessing to do what we were doing, yeah, yeah, which was
1: yeah. fun. So you could have used that at any point. Any yeah. teacher comes in like, what are you guys doing? Which the principal said, but yeah, he, he knows we're doing it. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. that was, that was a As a matter thing. of fact, give us soda. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: we had to do hard labor first We had okay. to manual labor Then we earned soda
2: But, but you earned your rate right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> We were also the nerdy kids We like didn't get in trouble So a lot of teachers were just like Okay yeah do whatever
1: <laughs> As long as you're not fighting anybody <laughs> Yeah yeah you're not causing any <laughs> trouble
0: That I have to deal with Fine
1: Did you guys have to There was a lot During the LAN parties I think there was a lot of like Punching in the shoulders Because we were screen watching do you, guys, uh, do you guys remember that? Is that yeah, something definitely. that was prevalent in your groups? Absolutely. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of punching. Like
2: we were never upset about it. That was you had to plan your strategy knowing everybody was watching their screen. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: We we had the kind of the same the same rule. Like screen peeking obviously was at a land party is inevitable, but we also essentially had an exile island where we the four notorious screen peekers, we would make them all play together on screen by <laughs> themselves. Punishment. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I'd be like, you guys are gonna do this like and not even try to hide it? Alright, you guys you have to do it with each other and the rest of us are gonna go enjoy ourselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so my friends are a bit more violent. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I and I was never I was never on Exile Island, so I guess I don't know how much punching went Damn. on.
2: <laughs> I will qualify what I said. Screen watching wasn't encouraged, it was just we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm. It's part <laughs> don't, of the game. don't do it, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. Yep.
1: It's on the rule board, but you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> were you were you master of it, Rob? Did you just never tell anybody, or were you? Uh, no, I
2: actually, it? I kind of have tunnel vision when I play yeah. video games. Yeah, uh, anything that's kind of competitive, I, I really don't look around, look away from my screen. Huh. I mean, okay, occasionally, yeah. I mean, you can, you literally cannot help it, but it was just wasn't really something I did. I mean, <laughs>
1: I,
0: I'm thinking back to Halo 2. Like, even your periphery, you see certain landmarks, and you're like, oh, I know where they are now. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. can't help that at all.
1: I remember uh, during one LAN party, and the guy made fun of me for it kind of right away. I was so into the like what I was doing because we were playing Halo 2 and Blood Gulch. Oh, um, yeah.
0: Classic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, you guys know the song 45 by Shinedown? Uh-uh. That, uh, no, no. I can't place it. It's a rock song, but I just started quietly singing it in like a Frank Sinatra style. Oh, like a slow jazz kind a of a little of like bit. Cruder. I was just like staring down the barrel, and and I was I was playing it, and my friend just kind of hits me in the in the arm. First of all, that was really good, but <laughs> please, please be quiet. So, now it's <laughs> not the time timer place. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Do you guys have any other final thoughts kind of on, like, why to play video games? Yes, I do. Go for it.
2: Modern-day platformers suck. They're horrible (laughs) because they're designed for people that were really good at platformers back in the day. Now they want something that's harder. So you just get infinite lives, and you're expected to just keep attempting the Mm -hmm.
1: same jump
2: over and over and over again until you get it pixel-perfect. And then you go and do that on the next jump over and over and over Isn't again. Isn't
1: that the definition of insanity? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, but I'm thinking of something like Super Meat Boy. Like, that was their whole premise. Yeah. People loved it. But I think they got away with it because it was super quick respawn. So,
2: Super Meat Boy, I don't think it was the first one to do that. No? Certainly the first popular one. But it, it did popularize that idea. And when it came out, it was new and fresh mm-hmm. and and super interesting. Yeah. I loved Super Meat Boy at the time. but as Games keep coming out. It's like, okay, yeah, I've done this. Let me do a game where I can do a good stretch of playing, and I'll die a couple of times, but just let me play the game. (laughs) I don't want to practice one jump over and over again.
0: I I have the same aversion, but it's specifically Souls games. I do not like the idea of a game so difficult that you have to try it over and over and over and over again and beat your head against the wall. But how about you, are you a fan of extremely difficult challenges to to prove yourself?
1: Just let me get through the game. (laughs) Let's just finish the game. Uh, I am curious if I Google Super Meat Boy at my work computer, is it going to be appropriate? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's it's
1: not super appropriate.
2: It's pretty gory. Well, I mean, it's cartoon gore. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little meatball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's he's made of meat. Yeah, he's literally dripping blood all the
1: time because yeah. he's made of meat. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. His girlfriend is bandage girl or something like that because she like fixes him.
1: Is <laughs> that like inspired by Aqua Teen Hunger Force?
0: Maybe. Because Maybe. there's it, like it, a meatball. Character. It was around the... T- it was around... Well, he he is, a, I think, technically a person. No. Okay. But like, he does look just
1: like a little meatball. No. Weird. What was the question? Final thoughts. Final yeah. thoughts. Any, any other final thoughts? Um... I'm wondering where Mario got his doctorate and (laughs) if he does actually work in the Mushroom Kingdom as a doctor and a plumber.
2: And are those businesses combined? I'd say he's more of a pharmacist.
0: (laughs) He's a freelancer. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) He he takes contract work. Because I think there's only like two games
1: where he actually fixes pipes. I mean, he gets turtles out of pipes. He mostly fights monkeys at the very (laughs) beginning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Uh, No, uh, video games, I guess, haven't been the biggest influence in my life, but they're, they're something that I do to pass the time, and I, I do heavily enjoy them. I, I'm really glad I got to learn more about it with you guys, especially yeah. about yourselves here. It's because I know you guys are huge computer game enthusiasts. God, I sound like yeah. a mom. You guys love <laughs> your computer games.
0: You guys playing on the Nintendos? <laughs> Regardless of the reason anyone plays a game, like I I would always encourage people to try new genres. Because you never know when... I think something comes out where you're like, oh, this is incredible. And I never even knew this style of game existed. I've fallen into that trap before where like I'll just reject games at face value because I'm like, nope, it doesn't look interesting. And then I give it a try and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And unlike anything I've ever done before. So regardless of the reason, it's just n- never, never a bad idea to give a new game a try.
1: That's, that's a lesson for life, Craig. Yeah, true.
0: I think that wraps things up for now. This has been Strikes Are Fancy
2: on video games.
0: I have been Craig.
2: Player two has left the game. Player three is on his
0: last life. <laughs> if you have any comments on anything you heard today, you can reach out to us at strikesourfancy@gmail.com at gmail.com or comment on our website, site.
2: You we should put in like a game over sound oh. effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>